A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. The crowd in Philippi joined in the attack on Paul and Silas, and the magistrates had them stripped and ordered them to be beaten with rods. After inflicting many blows on them, they threw them into prison and instructed the jailer to guard them securely. When he received these instructions, he put them in the innermost cell and secured their feet to a stake. About midnight, while Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God as the prisoners listened, there was suddenly a, such a severe earthquake and the foundations of the jail shook. All the doors flew open and the chains of all were pulled loose. When the jailer woke up and saw that the prison doors were wide open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, thinking that the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted out in a loud voice, Do no harm to yourself. We are all here. He asked for a light and rushed in, and trembling with fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you and your household will be saved. So they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to everyone in his house. He took them in at that hour of the night and bathed their wounds. Then he and all of his family were baptized at once. He brought them up into his house and provided a meal, and with his household rejoiced at having come to faith in God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Your right hand saved me, O Lord. Your right hand saved me, O Lord. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, with all my heart, for you have heard the words of my mouth. In the presence of the angels, I will sing your praise. I will worship at your holy temple and give thanks to your name. Your right hand saves me, O Lord. Because of your kindness and your truth, you have made great above all things your name and your promise. When I called, you answered me. You built up strength within me. Your right hand saves me. The Lord will complete what he has done for me. Your kindness, O Lord, endures forever. Forsake not the work of your hands. Your right hand saves me, O Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I will send to you the Spirit of Truth, says the Lord. He will guide you to all truth. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, 
Now I am going to the one who sent me. And no one of you asks me, where are you going? But because I told you this, grief has filled your hearts. But I tell you the truth, it is better for you that I go. For if I do not go, the Advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world in regard to sin and righteousness and condemnation. Sin, because they did not believe in me. Righteousness, because I am going to the Father and you will no longer see me. Condemnation, because the ruler of this world has been condemned. The Gospel of the Lord. So the story we just heard in the first reading about the liberation from prison of Paul and Silas may be one of the most touching stories from the whole New Testament. And even if you're not as sentimental as me, at least it is a unique model for the Christian life as a whole which is, in one word, salvation. Let me explain that a little bit deeper. Normally, in the first century, one would not get out of jail other than by either an army overpowering the prison guards or horizontally on a stretcher, tortured or starved to death. There was not much in between. It would cost either the life of the prisoner or the life of the guard. They call that today the zero-sum outcome. One wins, the other loses, add it up, and you have zero. But the Spirit of Christ is... In the spirit of Christ, a win-win is possible. And this story explains that. Let's look at the pattern of the story. First, there is a cruel act that gives even a righteous person in trouble. Before our passage that we read today, you can read that Paul and Silas just liberated a slave girl from an unclean and prophesying spirit. But her owners were not happy with that liberation because they made money out of her. When she prophesied, the people had to pay and the owners would get the money. Yes, those things happen. They happen all the time. Exploitation is of all times. But their liberators, Paul and Silas, got beaten up and were dragged into jail. But then there is 
a supernatural intervention. The earthquake that rocked the foundations of the prison did not just happen for geological reasons of two tectonic plates rubbing against each other. No, it was caused by the one who created heaven and earth. He who is above all physical laws. And that caused the heavily armed prison doors to open as if it was a piece of paper. The prison guard, however, he responded in a way that is expected of someone who only believes in the authority of brutal force. He was scared and he tried to kill himself to avoid being tortured by his boss. But then another intervention took place. Again, a supernatural intervention, but one even more important than the first. Paul and Silas forgave this man. And in return, the jailer took them into his home and dressed their wounds. And the whole family was baptized. I, was, I believe that this was the best possible outcome of this terrible predicament. The jail was destroyed, the prisoners free, and the hostage taker converted to the faith. Now, I said this is a model of the Christian faith. I don't know about you, but I bet that every one of us could at least recall something similar happening to him or herself, to the grace of God. At least I can. Where an impossible situation by the intervention of the Spirit became a win-win, not a zero-sum. And that may be not that spectacular as what we just read, but certainly not less true. And we now bring our prayers and petition to our loving and generous God. That all members of the church may have the power of the Holy Spirit in professing our faith in Jesus Christ. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That all who do not know or believe in Christ may be led by the Spirit to openness to receiving the gospel message. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer that the Lord may look graciously upon those suffering from illness and other trials and burdens. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That the gifts of the Holy Spirit may guide this community in living the gospel message. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That all who have died may experience the fullness of the glory of the risen Christ 
in his internal kingdom. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And this morning, our special prayer is asked for the repose of the soul of Carter and Caney, for whom this Mass is offered. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And we continue to pray for Elaine Mossman as she struggles through this episode in her life, challenged with her health, but called by the Lord to be positive and hopeful. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Loving Father, hear our prayers and answer them according to your holy will. We ask this through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. 